ocean breeze, tropical beach, pina colada. You can buy an air freshener to make your car smell like you're in an oceanside paradise. Or, better yet, you can point your car toward Daytona Beach and come experience the real thing. Visit DaytonaBeach.com to discover all there is to see, do, and enjoy along the world's most famous beach. Daytona Beach, Florida. Beach on. In Atlanta, one voice has stood out for over four decades. From the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, The Monica Pearson Show. When you look at what you've become, what has it cost you? Revealing interviews. You are known as America's doctor, but I want to know who you were before that. When you have a different name, you have different color skin, it can be tough. With Atlanta's most powerful influencers, as you've never heard them before. I'm telling my story. This is the American dream. The Monica Pearson Show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey everyone, this is Doug Robertson of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution with another edition of Southern Fried Soccer Podcast. Today it's a special edition because I'm going to introduce you to new Atlanta United manager Frank DeBoer. DeBoer was hired in December, but hadn't been introduced to the Atlanta media, well most of the Atlanta media, until today. I had the pleasure of meeting him at last week's draft in Chicago. Um, so he answered a lot of different questions today about a lot of different things, and he answered them as well as he could. Because, in fact, he has yet to work with the players. He's yet to meet most of the players. He really hasn't gotten to spend a lot of time in Atlanta. I think this weekend was the first long stay that he's had to have in the city. He arrived two weeks ago, went immediately to the Combine in Orlando, came back, went immediately, went to Chicago. Uh, so this has been his first kind of three-day period in the city. So... Because I, I've covered Atlanta United before it was even Atlanta United, I travel with the team wherever it goes. Uh, I got an exclusive with DeBoer today, uh, about 10 minutes worth, which I'm going to play for you all here in a second. Uh, I asked some, a lot of the questions that I solicited on Twitter uh, and that you all provided, so I appreciate that. I hope you'll be as satisfied as you can be with his answers. I've already posted a couple of stories on AtlantaJournalConstitution.com. AJC.com that I hope you'll read. So I hope you'll subscribe to this podcast. I hope you'll follow me on Twitter at Doug Robertson AJC. I hope you'll subscribe to the paper. And I hope that uh, you'll continue to enjoy the coverage that I provide of Atlanta United and Major League Soccer. So I'm going to let you listen to my 10 minute interview with Frank DeBoer, Atlanta United's new manager. Um. So if you had to line up the guys tomorrow, what would be the formation that you would play tomorrow? This is a very uh, delicate uh, question, so I will not answer that question. Of course, you know, what I already said at the press conference, I will not change that much in the beginning, you know, so it should be ridiculous, you know. Uh, they won the MLS Cup after two years, mm-hmm. and then suddenly I will turn everything upside down. It should be uh, crazy. So uh, I will not change in the beginning a lot. Uh, try to uh, get that advantage of that feeling that they have, and uh, so uh, that's the only answer that I can give you right now. That's fine. How much of training camp is going to be about you learning the players and how much of it is going to be what the players learning you? you yeah, know? but it's a normal process. Of course, in the beginning, the first two weeks, you know, you have to really know the, the guys and especially when you go on training camp in LA, you're going to know them even better and uh, also, you know, about the mentality, the work ethic of the players, of the team. Uh, so, 
Yeah, it's, uh, I'm really looking forward, you know, uh, to meet the team. I already have uh, heard great positive things, you know, the, the work ethic. Is, uh, it's a very, you know, uh, team who yeah, respects each other very much and uh, they're very united. And so hopefully, uh, yeah, hopefully, I want to see that in person, of course, but I have a good feeling about it. Have you had a chance to meet any of them yet? No, I first... Uh, I spoke to a couple of players because, you know, I don't want to start at scratch, you know, a little bit of a feeling, you know, mm -hmm. how is the team? So, like, uh, the captain, of course, yeah. like uh, Michael Parkers, I spoke, I spoke with Leandro. Mm -hmm. Just a little bit to get the feeling, hey, how do you see, uh, you know, how was it and uh, what uh, what can I s expect and everything? Uh, those small things, not a really long conversation, but a little things that I think uh, is important for me or ready to know that uh, what I said you know not start at scratch and uh, so that I know okay I, I'm, if I enter this I, I know what the reaction will be or something like that for, from the from the one player or maybe for the whole squad. Are there any uh, specific areas of the squad that you would like to see strengthened uh, before the start of the season? Uh, no the, I think the depth in the squad is quite well uh, so yeah you know, you always have preference, for example, uh, uh, a centre-back who's left-feeded, you know. Mm -hmm. We don't have that uh, in our team. So that normally could be, a, I think, an advantage. But still, you know, they showed last year, uh, Leandro played mm -hmm. uh, there, of course. So uh, why change it when it's, uh, it's good? But, uh, you know, if you want it in a perfect world, you know, uh, that should be ideal. But still, you know, uh, because of the... The protocols you have in the MLS uh, and designated players and everything, uh, yeah, it's more complicated than uh, in Europe. And, but uh, you know, I'm very happy with the squad that we have and what I already said. I have to know them really uh, better. And uh, what I saw, you know, from uh, the television, also from uh, the internet, what you can all get, uh, like a program where you can see all the games, it's looking very promises, uh, promises. Uh, one of the things that the squad worked on daily for most of the past two years was playing out of the back, yeah. uh, almost daily. Is, is there something similar that you like to work on in training with the guys? Uh, you know, it depends because uh, they, I heard or because I spoke of course with the players, they did it a lot, you know, especially the first one and a half years. Uh, after that, they changed a little bit the, the style. They were more direct, mm -hmm. uh, and it resulted that they are really, you know, uh, yeah, won the important uh, games. You saw, of course, the last uh, playoff games. They only played in the in the uh, how you call it five three two or right. three five two system. <coughs> so uh, it depends also, you know, which kind of uh, team you play. Do the press, press very high and all those kind of details. How we deal with when uh, a team press really high? Uh, do we have the quality to come uh, to play around those pre press pressing teams? So, of course, in an ideal situation, you know, I, I love to play that. But you know, you have to see also what the quality uh, of those players are, and uh, we're gonna find out. Um. I think I know the answer to this, but I assume you're a manager that likes to get involved, heavily involved in the training. 
yeah. sessions. You, yeah. don't, you, you don't watch and just kind no. of observe. No, no. I'm, I, I think one of my quality is that. So uh, I always expect my players, you know, to give 100% of training because still, you know, the training is one of the best learning moments mm -hmm. because uh, you train more than you play. So if you want to get better, you first start at the training and then you want to explore that uh, in, the, in, the, in the game itself so for me it's uh, very important that uh, that I get involved and that I see what I want to see you know and of course they have their own uh, identity uh, for playing but still there are some you know like uh, areas you know that you have to be responsible as a player and I'm really focused uh, on that. Have you had any conversations with Tata about the team? Uh, no, I, I spoke with uh, an assistant coach mm -hmm. uh, about uh, the team and also about Atlanta, and you know, he was very positive uh, right. about everything. Of course, you know, they won it, of course. Right. Um, the, one of the things that I, won't, I can't use the word unique, but MLS has more. Which yes. isn't used in a lot of places. Do in you have Holland, any opinions on? In Holland, on we use it. You know, uh, the same like in the United States. And uh, of course, there is always a gray area still because you f can think it's a penalty, and I totally, totally uh, disagree. So there will always be a gray part. But I think 95, 90 percent is clear. You know, offside is offside. Uh, the ball passes the line or not. So, you know, that's very clear and. Uh, for example, I always give the example uh, in the cha in the World Cup final. You know, Perisic make the handball; uh, they, they get awarded the penalty. France, in my point of view, was a uh, was a penalty. My assistant coach, he said, definitely no penalty. So, <laughs> you know, there's a different uh, right. opinion, and uh, you know, there will always be there. And then the the, the referee has to make his choice. And sometimes. It's in it you're invented, and sometimes not. And uh, of course, you want it as quickly as possible. But sometimes, you know what I said. It's such a great, it's such a difficult moment, and you have to really pause it or not, or rewind it or something like that. And okay, we have to accept it, but it makes the game more fair. That's for sure. And uh, I'm sorry to bring up Martino one more time, but another, one of the things that the guys said they really appreciated about Martino was his one-on-one. -on -one approach to, to player management. Yeah. I was curious about your approach to player management. How do you how do you approach I that? think it's very important, you know, to to give the feeling that the, to the player that the door is always open and of course that you are interested uh, in all, all the players and uh, I want to do that. Uh, it's not only my, not only my job, but it's also the, the job of uh, all the staff, you know, of try to uh, to get involved and to get as much information how the players uh, are feeling. Uh, somebody wanted me to ask you, Amstel or Heineken? Uh, they are the same company, you know. <laughs> so, for me, you know, it, it has to be Heineken, but it's more because Heineken is, you know, uh, yeah, maybe uh, if you say Heineken, that, then you already say Holland. Amstel is a little bit different. Okay. But I don't like beer, so I never okay. drink. <laughs> I think my, my first sip of beer was in Heineken. Okay. But never uh, touch it again. So okay. I'm more a wine. Uh, oh, okay. So. I'm not, we won't go down that rabbit no. hole. <laughs> no. uh, somebody else wanted me to ask you if you still think about the pass that you hit to Bird Camp. I think in '98. '98. Yes. Yeah, against Argentina. Yes. Uh, no, because lately when the World Cups comes up, you know, it always passed by and. 
it was like oh, 20 years ago then in 98 <laughs> and everybody you know uh, are talking about that and you see some highlights of course it's, it was a great moment for Holland it was a great moment for Bergen it was a great moment for me uh, but you know it's it's the past and uh, you know it's, it's good to, to see it sometime but yeah. uh, it's more the, the press and other people make it more dramatic you know <laughs> and, but it's also nice sometimes but uh, I'm not thinking about it okay I just curious somebody else wanted me to ask you if you've had grits yet now that no I heard uh, <laughs> grits but uh, no I still have to figure out what exactly it is it's kind of a mashed up corn kind of a thing with a sugar and stuff in it yeah I'm trying to, to <laughs> get uh, as less sugar as possible so I don't know if I'm going to take it but I'm sure I'm going to taste it <laughs> you're a smart man yeah. um, and, and lastly just what are your goals for this season what is it you hope yeah, I always say you know my goals, of course, you know, you want to be a champion, of course, but I never want to talk about championship. I always want to talk about, okay, this kind of philosophy we have as a team, we have as a technical staff, we have as a club, we want to play like this. And if we do that, the possibility that we will be on top is a very big possibility. But first we have to do this before you can talk about championship because uh, if you do just suddenly yeah we're going to be champions yeah, but how are you going to be champions right. that's the most important thing and that we have to figure out I think Tata did a fantastic job and we're not going to change a lot in the beginning that's for sure and hopefully we can what I said you know that hardware that was here because of uh, Tata maybe we updated a little bit uh, in my point of view what we can do better yeah, and then hopefully at the end of the season we said, okay, yeah, uh, we are champions again. And I'm assuming you're not going to, want to talk about the things that you could do better just yet. No, no, <laughs> not yet. And uh, first, you know, we have to experience uh, how the players react on that, of course. But uh, what I said, you know, it's not going to be a major uh, difference. Right. Great. All right. Thank you very much, sir. I appreciate it. You're welcome. I hope you enjoyed that. Again, my name is Doug Robertson. I cover Atlanta United for the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. I hope you'll follow me on Twitter at Doug Robertson AJC. I hope you'll subscribe to this podcast, Southern Pride Soccer, on iTunes. And I hope you'll subscribe to the newspaper. The team will start training camp on Tuesday. It'll be here until the beginning of February when it heads off to Los Angeles for a couple of weeks. Its first game will be against Herediano and the CONCACAF Champions League in Costa Rica. I'll be in Los Angeles for a while. I'll be covering the game in Costa Rica. I hope you enjoy the coverage. This is Doug Robertson of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. The AJC's trusted veteran political voices, Greg Bluestein, Patricia Murphy, Tia Mitchell, and Bill Nygut are the essential source for Georgia politics. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution's Politically Georgia. Sign up for the newsletter, download the podcast, subscribe to the AJC.